Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now enjoy a large iced coffee for just two bucks and a breakfast sandwich to make a meal. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Is now in session. Is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Digital. Cortana, Woo-hoo. Windows oh. 10. Oh, oh, everything's geez. going crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Microsoft fanboys are getting their day. Yes, finally. <laughs> finally. I, you know, I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm kind of scared to say this on the air, but so far, it seems like Microsoft has launched an OS hasn't had any significant issues. I got it on mine. I tr- pulled the trigger crazily. I know that's crazy, but I did it. I'm very freaking impressed. It's how, how, lo- how long ago did you do it? So how much time are you giving these issues to rear their ugly heads? Well, I know, but I mean, I, I did it last night and I've been using it all day mm-hmm, at work mm-hmm, and my mm-hmm. system's been beautiful. So Normal what, and with all the pluses. So what about, what about the issue on the, that they were talking about on Facebook um, about the, the password Wi-Fi? sharing for your networks? Yeah. In this case, I don't have to worry about it because I don't have Wi-Fi on my, my computer. But um, when it does my laptop, I'm going to be paranoid and I'm going to go in and turn that off. Um, and for anyone that don't know anything about this, uh, well, it is sort of a side issue. Obviously, nothing to do with SEO. But um, when you sign in or when you do the express install of Windows 10, you are giving – uh, Microsoft in permission to share your Wi-Fi password, not literally the data, like or, or not literally so someone could see it, but so that if anyone comes in your area, they can instantly access your Wi-Fi. Uh, I don't know what they're thinking. I, I mean, I see some of the advantages if your friends are coming over, et cetera, et cetera, but I think otherwise it's just ridiculous. And, and perhaps I'm oversimplifying it, but just the same, I don't like the idea that they've got this info, even if it is encrypted. And there is a way to disable it. So if you look it up online, you'll find out. I'm not going to even bother trying to explain it on here because uh, I haven't had to do yeah. it yet. But well, I did read th- about it. Well, the thing that bothered me most about it was it doesn't only share it with your friends, but if your friends are logged in, it shares it with their friends. In Facebook, of all things. Yeah, like, in Facebook. That's kind of That's I, insane. I, I know less than half of the people on my Facebook profile. Maybe yeah. a third of them. <laughs> Yeah, certainly not well enough to 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 share that kind of access. Um, right. Granted, it doesn't give them any network access. It's a very limited form of Wi-Fi access, but still, uh, really don't understand how that works. But well, anyway, well, just you, Mike, you, you uh, Google fanboys have something to worry about too, because I just read a thing today on Wired magazine about um, the end of Android. Oh, and this is Wired magazine. Just renaming though. it this or is- something. No, no, the, the guy says, I've given up, you know, I'm done with Android and lists all the problems he's having. He says, you know, I'm done with Android. It's ridiculous. It's not working for him. Yeah. See, I, so, I, it's all so, about the provider you're with. That's huge. Yeah. 
So, so the big thing for me is I was able to turn this conversation around from being very Microsoft and Google positive to just to let everybody know that Apple is really where you need to be anyway. So, oh, God, <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <sighs> Sorry, I just threw up my mouth a little bit. Um, <clears throat> Are you yeah. taking selfies again? <laughs> oh, yikes. Uh, just change your image on your Skype. Jeez. Uh, I guess we should get this stuff here and, and quit this. All right. So Google is going to removing orphaned Google Plus pages. Now, I did we discuss this last time? I feel like I've discussed it. Maybe it was with a client. I can't remember, but I don't uh, think we I don't think we did as much. But I, th- I think you. I sent you an email because I know we're trying to get Mike Blumenthal on the show here soon. I think this would be a great conversation to have with him. But I just wanted to make sure everybody knew that this was happening. If you haven't logged into your business local account for a while, it's not just orphaned pages they're dealing with. It's in unresponsive pages. So you need to log in and every once in a while to your pages for your business on Google Plus, or they go away. Um, yeah, we have discussed this. I'm sure of it. Yeah, but that said, it sounds like Google Plus is going away even more than it was now. So, who knows how important that's going to be? I just think it's being rejigged. Um, I, 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 there's lots of changes, but um, they'd be foolish to stop Google Plus. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's, it is doing well. Yeah, I don't know how they could get that disconnected from like local search. Right? They can't connect the. the they can't disconnect Google Plus Local anymore because that's that's where all the business stuff is, right? They can rename it. What's it called now? My business. Yeah, but Google Plus, my business. Yeah, but it's still Google Plus. They yeah. can't get rid of our, the communities. Our communities are rocking and rolling. You yeah. know, if they get rid of those. I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. Well, but they're they're disconnecting it from from YouTube, so you don't have to log in to Google Plus to be able to comment on YouTube anymore. Subtle things like that are making people freak out. Yeah, well, it's nice that they, they've finally done that. A lot of people were happy as all heck because they didn't want anything to do with Google+. Plus. So now they can just have a Google account. That's it. Pretty yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of jumping for joy. And I get it. I get it. No one likes to be forced to do anything. And, and Google finally saying, yeah, we made a mistake. It's like, yeah, well, I'm glad see, you finally figured that out. <laughs> see, I don't think they made a mistake. I think it was all part of their evil plan, right? So – they, they connected it to everything they did to make everybody have a profile, knowing that eventually they were going to make, you know, yeah, you don't have to do that anymore. But they still have profiles, right? So they still get to collect the data about how people are doing things. Because when they log into Google, if they don't, you know, if, if they're logging into Gmail, they have those profiles. So it's all part of the plan to begin with. Just make them sign up <laughs> and then just tell them, oh, we're sorry. You don't have to do this anymore, but you still have their profile, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, I am all about conspiracy theories. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all for them. They're fun. <laughs> and frankly, with Google, they're just so flipping smart. I don't know what the hell. All I know is we're puppets and whatever, as long as I enjoy the ride. <laughs> that's, that's true. They haven't done anything to hurt me yet, so I'm all for it. <laughs> as long as they keep our jobs secure. Although I know that uh, part of their whole deal is to make SEOs completely unnecessary. Good luck, though. I don't, I, don't, I don't think so because there's enough bad webmasters out there that will never be unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> in fact, we're in the midst of a transition right now for a client, um, a new site over their old site. And, and it's not so much about bad work on anyone's part other than the fact that it just got so muddled. And mm-hmm. I tell you, I lose days of my life. And I'm not even the person that's the developer that's having to work on it. Poor Dennis, my programmer, has been doing it. But... It's uh, the worst transition we've ever experienced 
and it's just WordPress. The problem is it's, uh, <clears throat> uh, you know, servers were changed. You know, we, we upgraded the server before we switched it, but a HostGator transitioned the server but left the other one running, so all the updates were being done to the old one. Oh, just a complete cluster F. Yeah, that, uh, sound, that sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're trying to fix all this while it's live, and oh, it's bad. Yeah, bad. But we're there. We're working hard on it. <clears throat> At least the client says that's good. <laughs> yeah, keep making progress. That's always yes. good. Yeah, we're there to support them. I mean, they wouldn't have had any chance before. The people who did the site didn't, didn't really want to do this transition. So who else is going to do it? Oh, oh the other reason that we'll always do need for SEO is other SEOs. <laughs> other quote-unquote SEOs. Yeah. I, I had a client I was working with just today that had uh, over 40,000 inbound links to their backlink profile from 60 websites. <laughs> oh, dear it's, God. It's over like 700 700 links per domain. It's like, that's just nuts. Okay. And I was like, um, you need to give me Webmaster Tools access so I can go in and actually read the uh, the manual penalty notice they sent you based on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you haven't seen it. There's no... Yeah, yeah they're, they're like, Webmaster what? <laughs> uh, it's called, I thought it was called Google Search Console. <laughs> yeah, nope, not in my book. Yeah. Uh, all right. So this is something you uh, added. I haven't read this yet about uh, Bing Secure Search. Yeah. So the past couple of weeks, I know they've been saying this for a while that they were going to go ahead and do secure search like Google does and give us oh, a whole bunch more yeah. not provided. Well, they started rolling it out in the past couple of weeks, right? And during their rollout, everybody started noticing a loss of Bing organic traffic, dramatic losses in Bing organic traffic. Um, basically what's happening is because of this rollout and Bing said, has even admitted, say, hey, this might be an unintended consequence of our, our switching to secure search, is a lot of these searches, they're not passing the keyword data just like Google, but they're also not passing the refer data correctly. So it's, oh not, coming, it's not coming across as organic search. It's coming across as a direct. So if you see your organic search dropping from Bing, go check your direct and there's a pretty good chance if it's dramatic drop that there's a dramatic increase that corresponds to it in your direct traffic. Um, they haven't said if they've decided if they're going to fix it or change it or not, or, but just something to keep an eye on, something to be aware of. If you're seeing this, it's probably not actually at real loss of traffic. It's just being misreported. Uh, I wonder, does DuckDuckGo do that? You know, I mean, it's the most private search engine or one of them. The, um, the secure search refer- thing? I've seen the refers for DuckDuckGo, but I wonder if it also loses a bit in the translation from that. I don't know. That's a good question. Hmm. But, I, I mean, there's so little traffic. <laughs> there's no way yeah. to know, right? We'd have to do yeah. a real test, which is like, kind of fun to do. Which, which one of the two refers was? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So... <laughs> Is Bing even relevant? You know, that's one of the questions we have. Uh, and if so, of course it is. But, but I love saying that. But of course it is. But what about SEO for Cortana? Like, so Cortana's come out in Windows 10. It's already been rolled out for a while. Cortana is the, the Siri of Windows. And um, <laughs> she allows you to do voice searches, which then gets sent to Bing. Luckily, not only in um, the Edge browser, which is the new Internet Explorer browser, but you can, you can use your own default browser, thankfully. Um, but it's going to Bing. So 
with this in play, I wonder how many people are going to be doing voice-activated searches now and how much that's going to change Bing's search share. So here's a question for you. You installed 10 last night. Have you used voice-activated search yet or have you even thought about using voice-activated search yet? Well, come on. I'm a nerd. Of course I have. I just haven't been able to use it because the twits, like just like anyone, it seems, have left out Canada. Cortana doesn't work here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I've had to go in and say I'm in the U.S. Um, and now she works, but I only just got that set up before I call, we, we started the show. So. Yeah. See, I have no desire to use voice search. When my friends use Siri, it annoys me. It's like, would you just type it in, please? So I, I, know, it's, I know it's coming. I know it's going to be a big deal, and it's going to be at some point in the next few years, it'll be like, I w- wouldn't be surprised if it was the majority of the way people searched. But it's just not on my radar as far as something I personally am interested in doing. So unfortunately, I don't think about it as much as I should. Mm. Well, maybe it's age. It could be age or it could be I'm just stupid. <laughs> 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 but I mean, I, I actually, I, there's a lot of times I wish I could just do it. I could just, and I can now. I've got to set up to, to, to do it. And I just say the name and bang, it'll do it. Um, you, you know what it is? When I'm doing think, even eating lunch, I don't want to use the keyboard. I can just say. But you, uh, you know what it is? I think I, I think I kind of put a little bit of a finger on it. You know, when cell phones first came out, right? And people would get in the elevator and start talking on their phone and annoying everybody around them, right? I'm worried that if I'm, doing, if I'm out in public doing a voice search, it's the same thing. I'm annoying everybody around me because I'm talking to my phone instead of, you know, it's making noise that other people, it's bothering other people, you know? You're assuming that they're not already busy with their phone. Most people are. <laughs> so what if there's two people in the same elevator trying to do voice search? Actually, know, and it's. I didn't. I wondered about that too. Now, how good this is is another thing altogether. But Cortana will actually um, learn your voice. There's a learning mechanism, so it'll no, know your voice over another. Uh, okay, that's fine. But what about that third person in the elevator who wants to smack both of them in the back of the head? <laughs> right, John. Don't do that again. We don't want to take you out of have to haul you out of prison. <laughs> I don't know. It'll get there, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, it. I, it's obviously going to be used. How much? Who knows? Uh, I think it's going to be on the rise. And if it is on the rise, uh, it's actually something that Google should be getting their button gear for. Um, why haven't they you know, implemented their own system a bit better? Anyways, I know it's already there. You can add mm-hmm. voice search quite easily into Chrome, but it's still not part of the OS. And you'd think they could easily make that happen. Right. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Well, they've got it in Android, right? Yes. Google, oh, yeah. Google, I use it all Google, yeah, Google Now does it. Yeah. Maybe that's what they're banking. They're banking on the mobile, the mobile users, I bet, for that. Yeah. Well, and it, it makes sense. I think they're going to see just how much people use this on their, their desktop versus uh, mobile. Anyway. Um, Cortana is kind of cool anyway. Kind of like it. I, I'm, of course, not having been exposed to Siri that much. It's kind of fun um, to, to finally get a go at that but uh at that said (laughs) let's take a quick break and we get back uh got a bit more news on moz and a new marketing survey seo 101 will be back right after recess 
When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Creating a website is not an easy task, and there are so many companies to choose from. How do I know which one is best? It's a big jump making your site mobile-friendly, generating sales, and answering questions with no struggles. If you want to come out on top, you need Frog on Top. At Frog on Top, we take the time to make your site generate money, not just look good. Our team of experts are WordPress savvy, and our customer service is leaps ahead. See why we say our websites are designed better by leaps and bounds by going to frogontop.com. Frog on Top, your one-stop solution for the web. Frogontop.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investments. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Hey, you know, before we jump into this, uh, this Moz survey, with uh, your group, uh, Advanced Internet, do you spend much time, <laughs> I know it's too easy to joke about this, but uh, focusing on Bing? No, and I don't spend much time focusing on Google either. What I do is try to make sure that we're doing best practices that impact all the engines. Yes, Google is kind of the driver of what works and what doesn't work, but I'm not thinking about, you know, I'm optimizing for a specific engine. When we optimize, we're optimizing for search. Okay, fair enough. But, you know, your boss comes and says, you know, we're doing well in Google and, and that's fantastic. We want you to focus a little bit more on Bing. We don't seem to be showing up. We're not getting much traffic there. Our well, competitors are. Well, I, I did. We are, the team wrote a POV, a point of view on the whole uh, Bing problem with the, uh, the the traffic that we just talked about, where the it's not being reported correctly. So yeah, the the, the execs want to know what's happening there, and if something changes, you know, I inform them. We inform them what's going on. So yes, from that perspective, you know, it's just like any other engine. If something happens at Google, we tell them what's going on or why. If it happens at Bing, we tell them what's going on and why. So yeah, so from that perspective, we do. Interesting. Okay, I wasn't sure if there was uh, any particular optimizations you guys add just for the sake of it to, you know, make Bing happy in terms of rankings. No, not really. No. Are there feeds? Like, are there, are, do you? No. Yeah. No, I mean, my clients simply don't ask. <laughs> you know, you just focus on what you, you're asked for. I mean, I'd, 
I would spend more time on it. And, and certain clients who are doing really, really well, yeah. You know, they've already got na- Google nailed, so why not? Let's do a little work on Bing. Well, the but, thing I'm the thing I'm watching is you know Yahoo's made signals that they're going to take do their own search again, right? They're going to build their own engine, their own crawlers, just like they used to do. Um, so that'll be interesting to see that happens if they because right now we know that you know we make this tweak in Google, it's going to impact Bing this way, right? We mm-hmm. don't know what that we don't we have any idea yet what that tweak would do to Yahoo with their new system whenever they launch that. So that'll be interesting to watch. Uh, agreed. I, I wondered. It, no one's released any timelines. I'm sure. So no, no, not we'll at see. all. Maybe next. Maybe Christmas time or who knows. I, I can imagine it's it's pretty intensive. I mean, you've got to have all the the uh, server farms. You've got to have everything oh, yeah. set up. I mean, it's not anything simple anymore. Not that it ever uh, was, but this is significant that's, change. Oh, that, that's a that's a huge investment too. So they got to put a lot of time, get it right, or they've just thrown a bunch of money down the toilet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, they're going to have some clear lot. Clearance uh, sales on servers. Yeah. Oh, that could be good. (laughs) (laughs) Could be. (laughs) As long as I get the hard drives. Yeah. Do a bit of work on those after I get them. Anyway, (laughs) um, (laughs) it's it's interesting. I'm I'm very excited to hear that Yahoo's coming out. So we'll see how that goes. So Moz, 2015 marketing survey. Yep, they release their their annual survey where they go out and ask a bunch of. It seems like it's just a bunch of agency people at this point, right? Yeah, they asked of, me. I mean, I've asked a lot of us, I'm sure. Yeah, um, but I, I, there's some interesting stuff in it. You can find it on Moz.com, of course. Um, but the, the two things that really jumped out to me that kind of relate are they they asked, you know, what are the activities and what are the services you offer, right? And the the number one thing of 94% of the agencies who offered these services SEO was the number one thing that all of them offered with PPC coming in second right so they more agencies offered SEO than offered PPC which i thought was really interesting i would have loved if they would have dug a little deeper and said okay out of you agencies that offer SEO how many of you outsource it right and because it's it really interesting to know exactly how many companies are actually doing this for all these agencies because you know a ton of them outsource. Yeah. The, it says here the majority, or 71% of those in-house marketers had small teams. So that's a little indicator. Um, but then, yeah, who knows of all of them. But the other thing that yeah. kind of skews those results is I want Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now enjoy a large iced coffee for just 2 bucks and a breakfast sandwich to make a meal. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Um... And, you know, we should really dig in deeper because I know Rand's big on data and doing it right. So yeah. uh, he's probably already thought of this, I'm sure. But um, you know, okay. all the people they contact, are they all really SEO-focused anyway? Because that could have kind of yeah. skewed everything. I, I, I can ask Dr. Pete on Facebook. We're connected on Facebook and we talk occasionally. I'll ask mm-hmm. him about that, see if they, if they asked enough questions to get that data. Well, and, and you know what? I bet there's a write-up on it. You yeah. Know, dig in. It's like you say that. Uh, Ran and the gang are, are uh, I would say, super focused on ensuring quality when they do these surveys. 
Yeah, the other thing, the, the ones that are connected that I saw that was really interesting is they have a list of the top five activities that these agents, agencies do. And then they have a list of the top five services that are requested by these agencies. And like the only ones that match up are analytics is the number one thing they do. And it's the number one thing that's, that's requested by clients, right? The number two thing they do is keyword research. And that's nowhere on the request list. The number three, they, three thing they do is site audits. That's nowhere on the request list. Um, content creation is number four thing they do, but that's the second most popular thing people request. And then social media marketing is fifth on both lists. On the things they do list, um, conversion rate optimization doesn't even appear, but it's the third most thing requested by clients. And brand strategy is the fourth most popular thing requested, and it's nowhere on the top list of things they do, which was really interesting to me of what they do compared to what people are looking for. And there's some, there's definitely some disparities there. Yeah, that is interesting. I, I, uh, I do find a lot of clients just simply don't understand analytics and what they're seeing. And although there's a really, quite frankly, a ton of great tutorials out there. Most of them don't look for it and they want to be handheld. And that's fine. I mean, that's what we're here for. So we do that. Um, but it is tough. It's hard to, to, to speak the same language every client wants to, you know, to, to make them yeah. understand. And um, I wonder if that it shows an opportunity. So, like, if a lot of people are requesting conversion rate optimization – Right, and it's you go back and look at that list of what agencies offer, and conversion rate optimization is way down. There's only a handful of agencies that actually offer that. Um, that's an opportunity for some of these other agencies to to get in there and say, "Hey, we can do this too." And people are needing it, and there's not enough people providing it. Let's do it. Right now, there this was these top five winners were calculated by percentage reporting increase. Interesting, because I mean. SEO is obviously big. There's a lot of business out there. I, get, I certainly get way more requests than that than analytics. Yeah, true. So I think this is more stuff that they're, incre- they're, they're, they're asking for now that's a little newer, you know, that's perhaps above what they used to. I don't know. I'll read more of this. I, I get called confused when I look at stats because it's but, all in how you look at it, right? But, but that's why these kind of surveys are much more valuable, I think, than just saying, well, I get more SEO requests than I do analytics. Because you're known as an SEO. You're not known as an analytic or a full-service yeah. agency, right? That's why yeah. you get more SEO requests. Although one thing I do is I follow the um, analytics uh, – I guess it's a Google group. Yeah, a Google group. And I get all of the notices to my Gmail. I, I, I find it fascinating. I've got them filtered. And I go through that all the time. Sometimes I get deals for um, – discounted uh, accounts to try new analytics programs. I mm-hmm. see a lot, a lot of job requests, uh, people looking for someone to do it. And there's a demand, a huge demand for good analysts. Um, oh, yeah. And never mind the fact that they, they require a certain amount of experience, which is kind of ironic because how are they going to get it <laughs> if they don't get hired? But anyway. Um, That's with any job. I mean, it's true. It's true. Uh, in any case, if you've got an analytics head on your shoulders, I imagine uh, you'd learn pretty quickly. But, uh, it's, it's really interesting doing that, though. I love following those Google groups. It's, it's a bit crazy in terms of the email. That's why you have to set up a filter. Otherwise, you'll be overwhelmed, but it's pretty neat. How much, how much do you rely on analytics to drive your strategy and what you're doing for your clients? For small businesses, we should be using it more. Uh, perhaps, but in most cases, I'd say it's, it, it, 
influences us by 20%, let's say. Um, It just, I, I just find that when it comes down to it, we're focused on what keywords are, are driving business. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and uh, pages, let's say pages. I try not to, to, to say keywords too much these days, but when it comes down to the pages and so, yeah, we use analytics to find that out, but that's pretty basic. I mean, when we ever want to do any digging, it's, there's not a lot to find in some of these small businesses. The yeah. medium-sized businesses, we could spend a long time doing it, but they can't afford that. Yeah, and I know what you're saying. I tried very hard to implement a, a policy for my teams that you're not allowed to say the word keyword. It has to be topic. It's very hard, <laughs> very hard to, to actually enforce, though. Just saying. Yeah. But hey, I, I use and we have a different model, of course, because we're news oriented. And I use analytics for primary two things. You know, first of all, we can't really predict what topics we're going to have to be ranking for ahead of time because when news breaks, you don't have any idea. You can't you know plan for you know. I could not plan a month ahead of time, you know, and track and build content and and build authority for Superstorm Sandy when it came out a few years ago, right? So as news breaks, there's there's no real way to say, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna optimize this keyword because a you didn't know what it was yesterday, and b it's going to be gone in three or four days, right? Most right. in most cases, right? So what I use analytics for primarily is overall numbers, usually monthly, um, sometimes more frequently than that, but usually all monthly just to get generalized trends of what's happening on the sites, but I'll also use it to to really measure. Um, what's happening with certain kind of testing that we do, right? So analytics is really valuable when you're trying something new or you're changing something or testing something to see how it works. You set your baseline ahead of time once you understand what your measurement metrics are. And, and those are the two primary ways that I'm using analytics at the moment. Hmm. Do you guys have an analyst, uh, analytics, uh, analytics analyst on staff? Yeah, yeah we, we've, got a, we've got a team. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah. so do you really need to? Do they just send you the info, or are you yeah, looking at it a lot? The, most, of, most of the stuff, when we're, we're doing the, the monthly, and, and we actually get daily, weekly, monthly reports now automated in the emails, in our email. But that's stuff I just get from the team. If I'm doing testing, I'll either, if it's a longer-term test, I'll enlist the team's help and say, this is the parameters, this is what I'm doing, this is what I want to track. Or if it's something that I can do myself real quickly, I'll just log in and jot down the numbers and log back in a couple of days later to see what, what changed, those kind of things. Hmm. Do you find that um, – I got distracted by a, a note here. Um, ah, anyway. <laughs> uh, tell, tell Scott to quit passing you love notes during the show. Yes. <laughs> so tell me, do you find that uh, they're a, a big help having an analyst crew like that? Um, yeah, absolutely. Because for two reasons. One, I can go to them if I need something specific or I'm looking for some specific type of data and it's something I can say, can you do this for me? And it frees up my time to do other stuff because they're doing that and they can probably do it better than I could because that's what their job is. The other thing is I don't have to do it because <laughs> then I go to <laughs> something else. <laughs> well, what about the, uh, I, you know, the, one of the questions I almost lost earlier was about uh, the A-B testing, you know, the, the kind of tests that a lot of us wish we could do more often. Um, do you use Google Analytics for that? Or are you using third-party tools that are more, you know, oriented to doing just A/B testing? No, I'm I'm thinking we rarely do A/B testing because 
you know, the, the type of optimization, optimization we're doing is not related to conversions. It's not related to um, uh, anything other than mostly technical issues that we're trying to fix um, or if there's a area that needs some more support from a content perspective that's more evergreen, it's just did it work or didn't it work. A-B testing in my mind is usually more related to you know how do you improve something on this page like to conversions or time on site. We're a news site. I mean, we get news. People come in, they read it. You know, there's not a lot of A-B testing that goes on outside of like design, which is not my department. So someone else would be doing the design work. They, of course, work with us to make sure it's optimized. But as far as A-B testing for navigation and that kind of stuff is a different department completely. Yeah, okay. Because I was wondering if, because I know one thing we've tested in the past is how to, you know, Obviously, when they go to a blog or go somewhere, the, the bounce rate's always high because they're going there, they're, they're reading it, they're leaving. Um, it's how to, to, to suck them into other pages and get them to read and stay longer, uh, get some more uh, pages per visit. And so we, we do a little testing to do that. But like you said, it's probably a different department then. Yeah, that's mostly, mostly editorial and design hmm. for, to keep people on site and prove our page views, that kind of thing. Um, my job is to, to bring the traffic in in the first place. Gotcha. All right, well, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the, the latest Google warnings about CSS and JavaScript blocking, which a lot of our uh, listeners have been asking about on our community forum. Be right back. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know they're SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis. SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com, and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. Finding links to improve your rankings in the search engines is time-consuming and frustrating for many of us. The Hoth is the go-to company to help lighten your link-building load. Their white-label SEO was made specifically for agencies, in-house SEOs, and affiliates. The Hoth also offers high-quality custom local citation building to improve search rankings in Google's maps and localized results. Providing fulfillment for some of the largest SEO companies in the world, The Hoth offers link and citation building services you can trust. 
get $20 in link building or citation building credits free by going to the Hoth.com slash radio. T-H-E-H-O-T-H dot com slash radio. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Google has sent a torrent of warnings to anyone who's had any issues with CSS and JavaScript blocking. Now, uh, it has been, well, for me anyway, because I get all the notices my clients get, and we've got, you know, a fair number of small businesses. Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, they've all been notified. We've already notified them that these things need to be fixed. But now, you know, with Google breathing down their neck, it's good. They get a little more attention now. (laughs) Well, I can tell you, we've so far out of our 12 sites, I've gotten four of those. So that's like, you know, what is that, a third? And, and I expect probably to get more because all of our sites are pretty much built the same way. So I'm surprised I haven't got 12 out of 12 yet. Um, but it's, it is interesting. And there's, a, there's, a, there's something going around, actually, the SEM post. By the way, we should give a shout-out, one-year anniversary. They've been around for one year. It's awesome. Yeah, uh, they've been cool. doing a great job. Yeah, uh, but they Jen's had, loving it, and she's starting a newsletter too. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I have to subscribe to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, Jen actually had a post where she was talking about some observations Michael Gray made that a lot of these notifications are actually false positives. Well, maybe not a lot of them, but some of them at least are false positives. He said he got one for a site. He went in and the stuff they were saying was blocked, wasn't blocked. So he was all confused about why he got these notifications. I actually went in to ours. We got four of them. So I went in. And if you want to know what's blocked, here's, here's a, a very simple way to find out. Go into Webmaster Tools. Go into the crawl section and request the, the crawl as Google, but do it and render. So there's two ways to do that in Webmaster Tools. Mm-hmm. You can just crawl it or crawl it and render it. If you crawl it and render it, uh, it'll, when it's done, you click it and it takes you to another page that shows you two versions of the site. One is how Google sees it, one how a user sees it. So you can compare that. But below that, if it's a partial crawl, which means they couldn't access some of the stuff like CSS and JavaScript, it'll give you a list of what they couldn't access. And in that list, it'll tell you whether it was just inaccessible or, or if it was blocked. And so that list will tell you exactly what's being blocked on that particular page. So you can go in and see if any of your JavaScript or any of your CSS files are being blocked, right? So I went in one of these sites, and I didn't have either of those blocked on one of our sites. I did have some internal resources that were blocked that we said, well, there's no reason to block these, so let's unblock them just to, just to be sure, right? But specific JS files or specific CSS files, there was not one listed, even though I got the notification. So I guess a, a good question that I imagine other listeners are asking for is why would anyone block these even in the first place? Well, it used to be – it's just it's – a, it's a habit. It used to be that you wanted to block your CGI bin. Remember the CGI bins? Yeah. <laughs> so, so it just kind of went along with that. CGI bins and old school web developments, that's where you kept all your scripts and stuff, right? And so you block that so no one would get access to your scripts. And it just kind of came along with the practice of building websites. And then they somehow along that way, they got jobs or they got CSS put in there as well. Um, originally, people started 
there were some people that were blocking CSS because they were doing funky things with CSS that they didn't want anybody to know they were doing, so they blocked it. You know, which is another reason Google's asking for access. So if you're trying to do <laughs> weird things, they want to see it. Um, but I think it's just history. I don't know why it's carried on the way it has, other than people just not having a reason not to do it until now. Yeah. And, and you know, one of the questions, uh, actually, I believe it was from Mark Taylor, was, is there any reason to block any of these um, folders for WordPress? And I would say no. Uh, you know, there was, you know, you'd, you'd block your, um, uh, what was it called? The WordPress, uh, what's that folder we'd always do? People block the admin folder sometimes. Um, right. But it's better just to rename the admin folder than it is to block it. There's some steps you have to do to, to actually rename your admin folder and make your site still work. But it's much better to do that because hackers are looking for that admin folder. And it doesn't matter if Google crawls or not, but it's better to just rename it instead of block it because hackers aren't going to pay attention to the blocks anyway. Yeah, and, and I don't know. When it comes down to it, too, I find people have blocked the images folder. I mean, why? Yeah. It makes no sense whatsoever. I mean, unless they really don't want the image traffic because Google image search yeah. is pretty strong, but that does, still doesn't make much sense. And maybe there's, 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 an old, there's also an old school mentality of you know, bandwidth, right? Mm-hmm. There, there's, you want to conserve bandwidth as much as possible in your server resources. And if Google comes in and crawls all your media files, if you've got videos and images, that takes a lot of resources from your server that you don't want being used. Well, that's, that's 10 years ago. You know, maybe, maybe seven, eight years ago, that was an actual concern. It's not anymore. Not with today's servers and today's bandwidth. Um, it's not an issue whatsoever. Yeah. Anyways, I think uh, <clears throat> Google's well, yeah. done a good job of notifying people about this. I mean, it doesn't yeah. seem to make a big difference. It certainly won't improve anyone's rankings um, right. by doing this um, in uh, terms guess, of yeah, – actually, 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 they say very specifically in these notifications that if you're blocking the JavaScript or CSS files, it could negatively impact your rankings. They say okay. that very specifically in the no- notice. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. What I actually meant was that um, – by the terms of of SEO, you know, we would normally not think of unblocking your CSS or JavaScript to improve SEO. Uh, this is really just Google applying this. Bing, they wouldn't care. I mean, none of these other guys would care. It's just a Google thing. And anyway, yeah. didn't say that right. Yeah, I know. But the other thing to be aware of here, when you when you go look at these files, what's being blocked, what's not being blocked, if you have a lot of ads or you're using third-party services on your site, a lot of those resources end up getting blocked. And even if it's a JavaScript file that's being blocked from a third-party site, it could trigger one of these. But Google has also come out and said third-party sites, we're not worried about those because we know you have no control over those. So if that's what's triggering your block, it's on a third-party site like some ad server or something like that, you don't have to worry about it. Excellent. Well, I hope that answers everyone's questions. Uh, it's uh, just more notices from Google, and uh, hopefully it'll improve the net a bit. I'm not exactly sure why it's so important to them, other than the fact that it might show a few hints here and there. But uh, I, actually, I shouldn't say that. I do know one reason, major reason, and that is that it does aid them in determining how mobile-friendly your site is. Yeah, mobile is the reason they're doing it. Yeah, so that's, that's it. Not on my game today. Anyways, <laughs> with that said, I think I should tie things up. If you have any Sorry. questions you'd like to share with us, or you'd like to add something? I was just going to say to go take a nap, but that's all right. Yeah, I wish I could. <laughs> uh, maybe too much coffee, too. 
If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO 101 on Google Plus. You can also contact me via email, ross at stepforth.com or John Carcut via Twitter at John Carcut. Have a great week and remember to tune into future episodes which air at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday on webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.